This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Ooh, good stats. This Week in League, the race is on between Manly and the Eels to see who can remake the longest yard first. This weekend, Paul Gallen seeks to equal Robbie Farah's record of one premiership and a thousand origin losses. Young Mitchell Moses delighted with the West Tigers signing his favourite children's TV presenter. And we preview all the action for the 2016 NRL Grand Final. All that and more, This Week in League. Welcome to episode 241 of This Week in League, I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. Alright, uh, welcome to our new listeners, as always, thanks for stopping by. Um, got some new listener tweets this week, but also like they tied into email and stuff too, so you have to wait till later on for your shoutouts, guys. But um, thank you to all, I mean, we're coming, to, you know, it's coming towards the end of the season, only a couple of episodes left now, so welcome to all the new listeners. It feels like we've had a ton of new listeners this year, which is kind of helpful, you know, given, the, given a new dad. Yeah. There's a couple that don't know any other dad. That's so it. So it's like this entrenched, you know, like... It's like I got them when they were toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. That's yeah. a, You sound like Dennis Ferguson. You know? <laughs> no. No. I mean... Yes, Mr. Kelly. caring for him. <laughs> you sound like Mr. Kelly, architect. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. Thanks for stopping by, everyone, and uh, the new listeners. Um, not especially, but you know, it's great to see so many new guys. And so, you know, when the when the battle lines form for <laughs> for the conflict of the dads, <laughs> there are actually like sides, and and there are and there are some that are with you know with new dad, not just because of the quality, obviously, but because he's the only dad, the only dad they know. <laughs> better the devil you know. <laughs> In this case, better the devil with hair. <laughs> Um, then just for the new listeners, yes. do you want to run them through the rest of the season schedule? The rest of the season the schedule? Good, the goodness doesn't end with the grand final. No, no, okay, so so obviously we'll be previewing the grand final this week. Uh, next week we'll have a short grand final wrap-up sort of episode, I think. And probably because, <laughs> you know, recording, like, we, we're not, we're going to be fucked. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be recovered from... When they talk about the terrible Tuesdays, <laughs> like, how are we going to do a show, <laughs> like... Is there a month that starts with T? Because I'll have a terrible one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, it's, so it'll be a, a, a topical grand final wrap up next week, and also next week though the voting for the Twillies. And in fact, you know, I may even get it done this week. We'll see. But um, the voting for the Twillies will go up, and then the following week um, after the grand final, like they'll have a grand final wrap up, and then the following week, and it'll probably be on a Friday. We'll be doing the live. Twilly show and uh, as I said between uh, seasons last time around it always felt like that after the Twilly show it felt like the you know that was kind of it you know it was kind of over and we'd, we would traditionally do like a I don't know like a season wrap up after that but I think that this year I think we'll end it on the Twillies because it's always such a fucking high note it's and, great um, yeah and, and, and it's just so much fun especially if you're in the chat room live and stuff so uh, I'd, I've no idea how it how it plays to people who aren't there at the time live <laughs> like if you're not there with the context and stuff I don't know but I'll tell you man when you're there and you're in the moment it's a it's the funnest fucking show of the year so we'll be doing that that'll be Friday fuck I don't have a calendar in front of me but you know 
do the maths. Not yeah. two Fridays, a fortnight from Friday. So keep so. thinking about who you can vote for in this year's Twilly Awards. Yeah, exactly. Fuck you, Nadal. Know, okay, we may fucking <laughs> decide the nominees list there <laughs> after a hundred beers. Who knows? <laughs> Might bring you so if you so if you happen to be at El Loco or or more than more likely at the Keg and Brew because we might start there when the brain's working a little bit. And so if you if you're out there, you may actually have more input than you think into the <laughs> into the, the someone list. Someone bring a notepad. Yeah, someone bring a notepad and a pencil, and uh, you know if there's a teetotaler among us who's, who's going to turn up and can tolerate drunken fuck heads while they're stone cold sober <laughs> and like those people are saints hey god bless you sir <laughs> seriously exactly. I could oh man I yeah. I've I've seen the disapproving glare from people too many times in my life when I'm fucking smashed off my face and they're not yeah. like I've you know but you just meet that glare with a disapproving glare of your own I just, in, I just meet it with this utter defiance and lack of giving fucks well, no and you, you glare and you're like you know what fuck you you would have found that hilarious if you were tanked. So yeah. you're missing out. Yeah, that was um, that was the kind of look that I had when one time I went to uh, went to the, the Queen's Arms after work when I was in advertising in the valley. Went to the Queen's Arms, didn't have anything to eat. Went there five o'clock straight after work, smashing them. Finished up at about midnight. Still hadn't had anything to eat. Fucking smat. Like had many, many, many beers. And it was awful shit like VB or something too. Call up to get my lift. Lift comes to get me. Going home at that time of night on like a Friday night or whatever. Heading to the south side because I live at the south side. Then there's only two things open pretty much. Your, your choices like the KFC or the yep. Macca's up at Kangaroo Point there. Yep. So I said, okay, KFC. So we go through the drive-through. What do you want? Oh, do you want the usual, which would be like a you know bacon cheeseburger thing? And like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll have that. What do you want a large combo? And then I was just like, no, I don't. And that was fucking. That was a warning sign right there. Like, so, put the order in, go around to the first window where you pay, and I'm, I'm just fucking hoik the door over the car, fucking powers viewed my guts into the drive <laughs> Meanwhile, driver's like, it's like, stuck, it was, it was fucking peak hour, like peak, peak drunken person feed time, right? So, the other window wasn't moving, so the car's stuck there. <laughs> In front of the disapproving staff member at the payment window. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you know what? If you take a job at gold. KFC in Kangaroo Point, yeah. if you knowingly take a job there... Prepare to take a needle or something un- in the arm. Yeah, unless yeah. you have literally just arrived as some sort of weird, fucked-up Colonel Sanders people <laughs> smuggling ring where they bring you in and just pop you straight in the fucking restaurant. <laughs> and teach you how to apply <laughs> secret herbs and spices and then dip into... <laughs> Boiling water, boiling fat, boiling fat in the fryer. That is the only excuse you have yeah. for throwing disapproving shade <laughs> if you work at KFC yeah. Kangaroo Point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and, yeah, there's new, numerous other <laughs> stories. I've done that way too many times. Um, and, yeah, but strangely enough, not at a twill thing. Really? And last year, man, I fucking, I put it away like a prime David oh, Boone. Oh, fucking be prepared for next week's show to... 10 minutes of me apologising to the people I yak on. <laughs> so we, we've kept it, like, look, we've kept it nice to, to, for now. Like, so far to date, we've kept it nice. Glenn and I have drunk a lot of fucking alcohol. A, a lot of alcohol. However, the only, touch wood. The only spewing has been in the toilet. Yeah. For, like, in 2014, Glenn drank so much that he passed out in the cab on the way to the game <laughs> and didn't actually, and didn't and didn't come to until half time. <laughs> That's that's on the record. We, you know, you, you've all heard that story. Um, 
And uh, like, so he does it. He's good. I mean, it's like, I envy him. He doesn't remember the dumbass ringing of the bell and shit. <laughs> it's, you know, good for him. Uh, but in last year, we both fucking went out like champions. But then we got back to the hotel room and he's just gone to have a yak. And yeah, I've, I've said this before, but it's like, it was like that scene in Elf where Will Ferrell does that really long, bur- inhumanly long burp. It was like that except spew. To the point you're like going, you're hearing it hit the water in the bowl and it's like, at, when is this going to stop? Like, honestly, how much capacity does a human body have to hold liquid? To, like, where's it, where's it coming from? <laughs> Has he got a ruptured stomach and it's actually filled up his entire fucking body cavity? Like, I just don't understand. <laughs> like, on a, like, and like, yeah, obviously, being super drunk, like you know, my understanding of stuff just wasn't great anyway. But just, I was really just, I was just struggling with the biology of it all. Really. <laughs> so yeah, more of that this year from you. Fantastic. I think I'll be okay. Um, well, this is my first leave pass in two years. Yeah. With babies and wife sickness and... Yeah. So, you know, if anyone was planning on roofing me... Go for it. Yeah, A, normally go for it. <laughs> but B, probably save your roofie. Yeah, or you'd be roofing yourself. Because two drinks... <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, so keg and brew, 10.35am. 10, 10 <laughs> two drinks and I'm making bad choices. <laughs> Awesome. So that was, um, yeah, that, that was a roundabout way to say, yeah, um, Twillies two weeks from this Friday. And we'll have a wrap-up episode next week. And Twillies will finish up. That'll be it for the season then. Um, so two episodes after this one to go. Now, mailbag stuff uh, at Warriors Suck Balls. You'll never have to change that name, will you? Was that a My Cuzzy Vinny reference, Nate? Utes. That was well above Real Dad, but what about Stepdad? It actually was. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it wasn't like a conscious one. It's just because... You know, there are movies that I've watched a thousand times, and that's one of them. And so you just pick up things and just gets incorporated in into, the your, into your general vernacular. Yeah. Uh, and that was one of them. And there was some there was some other other subtle references in there that nobody got. And yeah, that happens every week. So you know, you're all referential retards. Um, Toto TV stepdad is becoming more like real dad as the season goes on, with his admiration for a Polynesian Voltron team. <laughs> Hashtag Polytron. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Well, I don't know what it is about the about the the co-pilot seat, but uh, some kind of some Look, kind of Polynesian like, aphrodisiac. I didn't in there. say that they should all put their best players forward, so I could jerk them off. <laughs> just get get them in line, and you're just like a fucking one of those fucking ping pong ball clowns at the, at the echo. Just, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. Like seals on a beach. <laughs> Blue underscore beaver. Um, even I had the chuckle at some sort of palsy. I can't stay mad at you, stepdad. <laughs> and uh, and oh, beeps. Blue and blue uh, blue beaver. Okay, Bennett. He was one of the, he was one of the ones in the, the 2013 grand final limousine too. So fantastic. Yeah, loose times. Uh, Sam the warden. Shoeys are fucking stupid. I had to put this in because we've had this discussion a little bit on on Twitter over the you know after it happened on uh, Saturday Friday night Friday night. Yeah, and oh fuck, man. Firstly, I'm not even ashamed to say I have fucking never heard of this no. bullshit, never. And but people start coming out of woodwork like a guy who who presumably I think we're going to meet. He was there. He's 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 been to the meetups, um, Clevo. He's like fucking. I did one back in you know whatever like. Yeah, some ancient yeah, fucking like indie shoey. Yeah, yeah, like man, and he's like, and someone was saying like their mum did it at their wedding, <laughs> their wedding or some shit. 
So it's obviously a thing somewhere. It hasn't it hasn't you know I, it, you know seeped into my fucking world um, until I saw this uh, dickhead doing it at the footy the other night. Right. Okay. Now just everyone stop for a second. Yeah. Unless you're driving your car. Take your shoes and socks off. I want you to get your index finger and rub it between your pinky toe and the one next to it. Just get in there and just rub it as hard as you can. Now smell it. That's what you're drinking, you daft cunts. Yeah, man, like What and then and then Matt Scott does does one at Mad Monday. You saw the video of that? Yeah. And he's he's that thing was like a fucking entire pint in there. Yeah. Motherfucker with big feet. And and he's like, just save it every last drop. Yeah. Uh, it, it makes as much sense to me as planking. Yeah, but plank, I mean. Don't try and defend planking. I'm not, I'm not trying to defend it. I'm just comparing the two. Like It makes as much sense as planking. Look, planking, planking yarn drinking like some kind of brew of fucking like foot fucking. Yeah, no, disgusting. I didn't say it's as disgusting as playing. Yeah, yeah, okay. It makes yeah. it as much sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, a, it is a stupid thing. And I was prepared to fucking just dump this firmly at the feet of Gen Y, but then people were like, oh, no, fucking, yeah, my mum did it at her wedding. Like, man. Okay, so it's sort of like AIDS. It started in the forest with some poor cunt that couldn't get a date and saw a cute monkey <laughs> and then slowly worked its way into fucking society. <laughs> so thank you, fucking patient zero idiot. <laughs> Now you get every cunt drinking out of his shoe. It was lost in lost in the the bush and, and you know and dying of thirst and found a little brook oh. and took his shoe off and filled it up. <laughs> I mean that cunt's doing it for survival. I mean, like I'm not going to really begrudge him. But I'm only drinking out of a shoe. Look at that man fucking that monkey. <laughs> and, and then, he's, then he's going to a, then he's going to a bar. How'd you how'd you survive? Oh well, fucking let me tell you, I couldn't do that. nothing to drink out. I drunk out of my shoe. Oh what a cavalier idea! I'll drink to that. <laughs> and then it ends up in Cronulla and North Queensland. Fucking stupid. Although now, because of this, you know, reinsertion into the fucking society, or you know, at least, you know, it's it's coming out moment in this, you know, yeah. this idiot at the game the other night. There's gonna, you just know it's gonna happen on Sunday. <laughs> it's gonna happen at a loco. I just know it. So yeah, follow my Snapchat. Does Chapo drink? Uh, yes. My money's on Chapo. I don't believe. I don't believe so. He doesn't. He he, he drinks, but not like he doesn't. He doesn't drink like a man. <laughs> ah, okay, fair enough then. Pretty, he's he's like he's he's like a, a shandy drinking guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, but you never know. He, um, drink, he drinks like his team plays football. Yeah, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to think of like yeah, how you make comparisons because like I'm just trying to think how teams, his team plays football like you know pretty pretty poorly but ineffectively you know, like throwing a lot of big dudes down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. It's fucking tired. Mysegoon85. If you were a retiring football player and Sunday's grand final was your last game versus the Storm, would you go out there to smash Smith? Now, I've given my answer on Twitter, but I'll give it again now for the people who are playing along at home. Fucking oath, I would. But, but, in the 77th minute, if the game was beyond Mm. all doubt, because I would be doing stuff in such a way that I would be sent off. <laughs> and so you would need to yeah. make sure that that man advantage was not going to cost your team grand final because I wouldn't do it at the expense of winning a game. Yep. But uh, someone said, I think it was Saguna said something, he would like fucking spear tackling to fucking China. <laughs> <laughs> 
for what he did to fucking Alex McKinnon. He didn't do anything. He did shit. He just fucking... He just said he ducked his head. He didn't actually do anything. He was the other fucking Jordan McLean, man. But, um, yeah. I mean, a pinch hitter going out there to... The thing is, you go there and smash it. I guess there's the, the school of thought where people are like, oh, you know, send someone out to take out the star player. I mean, the thing is, you get sent off. I don't think the star player thing becomes as much of an issue because there's, you know, it becomes a man advantage for the whole thing. And yeah. fatigue, there's so many other factors that would, you know, probably cost you the game anyway. Yeah, that's it. Because uh, it's not usually like a one player team that makes a grand final. I mean, you know, Parramatta in 2009, but other than that. So, mm. but yeah, look, I would, I would, I would love to because, you know, he's, he's, he, he's fucking like, he's. Yeah, after the siren goes, he's, he's like Harvey, the grand he's like Harvey Dent. Like he's, like he's when he speaks in the media and everything, he's he's great. Yeah. He seems like a great guy, and like he's very well spoken, and you know says all the right things. But on the field, he's an absolute fucking cunt. Like he's gallon. Like he's there's there's no difference. No, he's not on field. He's not. He's intelligent. Yeah, but like on the he's, field, he's, he's like, yeah. well, yeah, okay, yeah, he's he's sneaky. But I mean, then yeah, you know, gallon was pretty fucking sly too back in his worst days. Ah, oh, I don't think there was a lot of actual craft and planning. Like there. he wasn't like Hoppawato. <laughs> It was like, I'm going to shoot out of the line and fucking coat hanger this ranger, the most visible person on the field. Gallon, Gallon's a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. Cam Smith's fucking American psycho. Yeah. He's planned that shit. The, the Dexter. It's, yeah. <laughs> and hopefully he has an equally shit ending as Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wally Frogmore. I recall the convo on This Week in League where it said that uh, Para with a narrative team. Did it switch to Cronulla when the eels got popped? No, I don't think so. It seemed like the Eels were the narrative team the whole way through. The narrative just changed to, oh, look how fucking, you know, look how fucking tough they're standing, mm. you know, they're, they're still standing up after all the adversity. Look how, like, yep. how strong they're playing. They're not an easy game, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, um, the, the, I can understand what you're saying about Cronulla, but yep. every year, a team has a story about the grand final. Last year, it was about Thurston's first one. Yes. You know? So it just so happens that that's Cronulla's story, that they've never won anything ever. Yeah, and the Storm won, you know, won a couple. So. Like what? The Storm. Two. Well, the Storm are officially now the most successful team of the NRL era. Yeah, but I mean, that's, you know, you have to inc- you have to include a lot of shit to get that, to get to that conclusion. Five grand finals in 10 years. Two grand finals. They've won, they've won two grand finals in the history of the club. Hmm. 2012 and 99. Yeah, but they've made the most grand finals of any NRL era club. Made the grand, most grand finals, but, you know, yeah. they didn't even make the grand finals in fucking 2007, <laughs> 2009. Yeah. Because they fucking cheats. Yeah. And they got a spoon in that time, too. Yeah. They're not that successful. Okay. What I'm saying is, if they... That's not opinion, If they had never gotten done cheating, then yes. Okay. But I think that they're the most successful team in the NRL era... With a fucking truckload of fucking asterisks thrown on the end of it, <laughs> to the point where it looks like it's fucking snowing. <laughs> um, now, beer boy one eight two. I hope you guys appreciated. I spent one hour forty five being electric shocked listening to your show through my earphones at gym. No idea. It's like that's not our idea, mate. It's not, it's not our fault. Like you've you've obviously bought some fucking cheap ass yeah. Taiwanese headphones that aren't grounded or something. We don't live in some sort of weird fucking sore world where if you don't listen to us, the blade gets closer. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing for if we did that. <laughs> Fuck you, beer boy. Uh, Trent Slat sent this one out and it was in forward to us. It's, uh, 
I'm putting it out there because I would, I would love to see this shit. Someone should definitely go to the NRL Grand Final dressed as Bane. <laughs> just, for, just for the lols. <laughs> Ash, whoever wins, we lose. <laughs> that would be... Like, so there you go. You know what? That would be... That would be the ultimate <laughs> Grand Final ending. Yeah, yeah, and I've seen it tweeted a couple of times, that scene with the the, the running back and just yeah. the ground just fucking you know, collapsing behind you. But, and Cronulla would have to be ahead. Yeah. They'd have to be ahead yeah. by like 50. <laughs> so they couldn't say that, oh yeah, there was no, yeah, there wasn't a fair opportunity given. And there's <laughs> um, yeah, 10 minutes left. Yeah, yeah. And they have to call the grand final off. <laughs> <laughs> And what would they do then? Would they say, okay, we're going to have to replay it in, in Brisbane the next week because yeah. obviously we can't, you know, can't do A and Z because you know, fucking it's, exactly. it's, it's now a black hole essentially. Yeah. Um, but hmm. unfortunately, you know, Maloney's broken his leg and Paul Gallon's <laughs> fallen in a hole and all this entire Storm team are dead. They, their bodies haven't been recovered. I mean, they're in fucking they're washing up in China somewhere. No, no, no. The Storm are perfectly fine. Oh, okay. Can you imagine Cronulla fans going off their fucking? Yeah, that's true. Go, we can't replay this game. Fucking, <laughs> we were leading by fifty. <laughs> We won. You can't say we didn't win anything anymore. <laughs> That'd be great. Yes. yes. Um, where are we? Mario Siegs. My first El Loco without real dad or the perm. Sad times. Look, mine too. My first two. That's the way it is, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. The base chapo. There's two types of drunk. Regular drunk and twill meet up drunk. Yeah. I'd be inclined to agree. Is that did, one? I did speak to real dad on the phone the other day. Oh, you got him? You went, oh, was this, is this separate to the conversation where you were trolling him? No, not that one. I rang him up and told his receptionist that Mitchell Moses was on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I could hear the bump when his erection hit the counter before he got to the phone. But, um, no, offered to um, fly him back from the States on points. Ah, okay. So he could make it. Yeah, yeah. No, didn't want to do it? No, scheduling conflict. Yeah. All the want in the world was there. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's like there's a lot of air quotes <laughs> <laughs> scheduling. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right. Um. Ma underscore Aaron. So the NRL have a problem with gambling in the game. Of course, they hold their awards night in a casino. Ash Greenberg Logic. Look, casinos are pretty much the places where the, you know that have the, yeah. the the ballroom sort of setups for these. Um, you know, they're not going to have it at the Rudy Hill RSL. Or, or fucking, um, I'm trying to think of a name of broth. I just don't know. It's not my world. Mason's one. <laughs> what the, well, is it still stilettos? around? Though? Stilettos still exist? Is it called stilettos? There's some of that, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's why it's so funny. Because you go there to pay someone <laughs> to fucking jam the stiletto down, the, down your pee hole. Imagine all the stilettos on that red carpet tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'd have an innie. A lot of sore boys. <laughs> You played like non flashbacks. <laughs> 10,000 yards dead. <laughs> I can see it was milkshakes everywhere. Milkshake spilled on the ground. Milkshake like, on people's shorts. They just asking all the women, like, oh, who, are you, who are you wearing, whatever? And you're just looking down at the ground at the spikes, just like, oh, darkness, man. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, Mick the Perm. The aforementioned Perm. It's like you guys were reading my mind last night in the pod. Rehash Tina Turner song for the grand final. Yes, provided you don't get like you know Jessica Malboy to do it with you know 
with a with a fucking rap breakdown in the middle from Justice Crew. <laughs> 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 because then you know, fuck, I would kill everybody in that stadium. <laughs> I'd start with the I'd start with the cunts on the field, and then just start working my way through everyone else that you know had deemed you know to stick around and watch that spectacle. Um, Ives 81 a grand final entertainment talk about Richie Sambora is reminiscent of Slash last year massive build up and hugely disappointing yeah this, I, I, I do do concede that in, you know, a lot of the time with the, the pre-match entertainment is that Yard is kind of like happy to be there you know because it's like the atmosphere is building up and you're getting excited to watch the game and stuff like last year was great because we were in a corporate box I was just like how many times can we open this fridge and pull out a beer and drink it <laughs> I remember, I remember I was cracking open the beers like on the edge of the <laughs> on the seats and stuff and just bottle it you know, fucking breaking the tops off bottles yeah. so it was great good times good times um, final the, the final word on the NFL thing we're going to have to come, we'll bring this to a conclusion uh, Cruzy06 the NFL team for you to get on is uh, the Chicago Bears just because yeah I told him it was shit rationing so I'm not following the Bears Worst salesman ever. Yana yep. uh, underscore Mateus said, uh, I suggest that Jay supports the Redskins because that's what it looks like after he stroked himself raw from thinking of Cleary. Yeah, no. And Mitch the Geo comes in with sensible advice. Stepdad, choose an NFL team on the West Coast. West Coast kickoff at 6am, East Coast at 3am. When they're playing home games, of course. That is fantastic. Now, when do they play? Monday morning, usually. Though. So when is it in America? Oh yeah, like Sunday night, I guess. You know, mostly. Are they always Sunday night games? Not always. There's always there's a, there's always a Thursday night game, yeah. which is at a, at a reasonable time on Friday here, like about ten thirty. Okay. And then Monday night footballs on Tuesday here is also a reasonable yep. time, about ten thirty. But then you'll find that the games, the main bulk of the games, are Sunday games in the states, and they'll be on. They'll they'll start from like three a.m. and then they'll stagger all the way through to the last one starts about sort of ten thirty yeah, okay. on Monday. Look, putting it on Front Street. Yeah. I'm not getting up at fucking stupid hours of the morning. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get up at three a.m. to watch my team. To watch stop and they play man. and they play at three a.m. Yeah. fucking more often than not. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I just watch it. I just watch it after. I, I still think I still think I need to stay in the general New York area because yeah. that's the only place I'm ever likely to visit again. Yeah, and so I can go and see a game if there's one on. Yep, and I think that makes me a Giants man. All right, there you go, Giants. It's been decided. Fucking, you should watch last week's game. <laughs> Any good? Oh, look, they've got an they've got an electrifying wide receiver. Yeah, who's just like has done some fucking incredible. I'll show you some YouTube after, but like some of the catches he's kind of done, he's fucking amazing. But um, yeah. problem is, he's fed by a quarterback who throws interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Kamali. He is the he is the brother of the fucking greatest. But um. Yeah, you know, there's that thing though. There's always the brother that's amazing. It's like tag teams in wrestling. There's always the one that kicks on. There's always the Shawn Michaels. Then there's the Marty Jannetty. Hey, and, uh, and you got yeah, and you guys got the Marty Jannetty in the family. I have the no group. idea what you're saying. Right yeah, now. the people listening know exactly what I'm saying. Okay. Though. Um, <clears throat> short X factors. Chapo Seven News had a picture of Josh Hodgson, Hodgson with the words underneath it: "Canberra's X Factor." Also. Fucking, I don't have it here with me, but still, I had a, he's like a whole section about X Factor oh, yeah, now on his show. And we had a couple of screenshots sent through. I was like, you've got to get me a screenshot of the, you know, the. Yeah, he's the lost title. forever, Sterling. Yeah. And I remember, I used to always consider Sterling be like the, out of all those fuckheads. The like, least fuckheadiest. Yeah, and, and when, remember, we, like, he would sort of, you'd have the, the fatty show on the Thursday night, and then Sterling would be like, he's the Sunday show, and it was the one where they actually talked about footy. Yeah. And it wasn't all the dumb shit. Yeah. And I'm, 
had mad respect for Sterling, but then he's, he's brought out the X Factor thing, and yeah, no. Now you know. Now he's directly trolling you. I respect him even more, frankly. <laughs> uh, this week in Luke Dawn, um, we still haven't one hundred percent decided on what this segment's going to be called next year. But uh, the great man, you saw the tweet. I retweeted it where he's, uh, you know, the, it's over. The season's over for his side, so he's he's yeah, it's just, he's no. done. He's done and dusted. The uh, the ESL goat has finished finished his career, and uh, just one of those unlikely heroes where he's dead fucking average in Australia gone over there (laughs) so just massive 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 props to the great man and massive props of course to our boys over there at Super League Pod get around them and uh, yeah take it away boys Obliged, gents, Tom and Mark from the Super League pod here to bring you all the news worth reviewing from this side of the hemisphere this week in Luke Dawn. We'll start with the battle for the League Leaders' Shield in Hull. It was Hull FC 6, Warrington 23. No razzle-dazzle, no problem for Wolves as they exact revenge on FC for the Cup Final by taking the minor premiership. Despite the absence of playmakers Sandow and Gidley, England prop Chris Hill and Scottish outside back Matty Russell were key contributors for Warrington. Look out for them in the Four Nations. St Helens continued their good run ahead of the finals with a 32 points to 12 win over Chris Chester's Wakefield Trinity side. A hat-trick from Shannon, does anybody remember me, McDonnell, was the bright spot against a side with Mad Money Monday clearly already on their minds. Saints go into Thursday night's semi-final at Warrington on good form, but they will need to seriously reduce their error count if they want to make it to Old Trafford. Wigan booked a home semi-final with a 48 points to 24 win over the Catalan Dragons. A false end to a woeful season for Catalan as Wigan stopped playing after 50 minutes to make this one seem much closer than it really was. There was a parting gift from Glenn Stewart who scored a try on his final Dragons performance before joining the Lee Centurions Retirement Club next season. Dan Sargentson, in at fullback for injured Sam Tompkins, was one of Wigan's star performers as he ruins his body ahead of this Gold Coast reserve grade runouts in 2017. And Castleford signed off 2016 with a 40 points to 26 victory over the the Widness Vikings. Uh, This was a typical cast performance once again looking to outscore rather than out-defend their opponents. Winger and Man of Steel contender Denny Solomona took his tally of tries to 40 for the season, whilst unsung hero Reese Hambry was the standout for Widness with a try assist and 107 running metres. More importantly though, we said farewell and goodbye to the legend and future immortal Luke Dawn, who played his final game on English soil before heading back to Australia to play in reserve and amateur grade for the Maitland Pump. Pickers. In the qualifiers, the big news in the race for 2017 Super League places is that Rick Stones Huddersfield are safe after a controversial drop goal win over Hulkingston Rovers. Results elsewhere set up a genius derby clash as his current club Salford travelled to his future club Hull KR in the £1 million game to determine the last spot in 2017's Super League starting lineup. Okay, Facebook this week had a couple of us. Steve-O sent us a message, and I had a bit of a chat with him um, via you know, Facebook after this, but he said, I'm currently in Tanz- Tanzania for, for work, listening to comments on Grand Final Entertainment. They legit have Australian gladiators on the sports channel at like 7.30. That's prime time. 
That's amazing. That's fucking great. I wish it was on TV here. Vulcan lives on. Why can't they, why can't they put it on like Channel 11 or something? You know, like one of those digital offshoots of the, the main TV channels. Because it's probably still more expensive to buy that than it is to make another. I married this person. I'm a cook. I keep yeah, but they don't. Do, but, but there's some of those channels. Like I don't. I don't watch them a lot, so I'm not sure which ones which. But some of those channels are fucking ideal because it seems like they just put stuff on that's like, you know, in air quotes, like man shit. Mm. Like they'll throw on like Beverly Hills Cop yeah. and then they'll throw on like an Arnold movie yeah. and then they'll have like some fucking, you know what I mean? So like, there's your answer. They've spent all their money on Beverly Hills Cop and an Arnold movie. <laughs> they can't afford gladiators. Get fucking, bring, bring, bring Vulcan back. Make television great again. Um, Stuart Marler, uh said, last time the Sharks made a grand final, all that stood in their way was a well-coached, dominant, news-limited bred team from out of town with a dubious history and a few premierships under their belt. Things could be different. The things should be different this time around. <laughs> I think I don't know what you're talking about because in nineteen in nineteen seventy eight, Manly weren't anything to do with News Limited. Because <laughs> I, mean, I, I certainly hope you're not talking about nineteen ninety seven. Because quite frankly, we know there was only one grand final that year, and and Cronulla wasn't in it. So eh. Super League, I maintain, was a mass delusion. Only only suffered by cunts. It was like some 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 super villain <laughs> put something in the atmosphere. <laughs> and there was this fugue state ended by people who were basically cunts yeah. and uh <laughs> and they dreamt this whole thing ever happened. Um and I say that for you of course that you you uh, are one of those people who did share that delusion. Um going off fucking hell. Okay, email. Um Donaldson. A very aristocratic first name. Uh, sent, us, sent us an email said a short time listener, first time caller on five apps into this glorious podcast, loving every second. Do you think the dogs would notice if we ship Edric off and keep Brenko? Hash cousins, hash fish hands, hash they bleed green 17. Uh, also love the shout out to Phil Smythe in episode 236. Hash yeah. uh, Canberra Cannons. Damn straight. There aren't enough men who embrace their male pattern baldness in professional sport. <laughs> it's, tr- it's really true though. I mean, I'm trying to think of something. I mean, there's, you know, in, in things like basketball and stuff you know there, there is a little bit with the guys like in terms of go the full shave head but they no, to, wear, to, to wear the halo though yeah. yeah like i mean that is some epic shit yeah. yeah that's that's like full costanza yeah yeah like, and like i'm a professional sportsman and yeah. i'm rocking this costanza and you can go and fuck yourselves yep. you know what then on the weekend when i'm not being a professional sportsman i'm a motherfucking professor and i just put these glasses on <laughs> you become a marine biologist <laughs> Now, um, the memberships, another couple went this week, so all that's left is large, and there's like three or four at the most, so um, get in while the getting's good, these ones are going to sell out again, which is great, and if you want me to bring them down to the to the meetup, if you come into the meetup or whatever, then that's totally fine too, we can do that. Um, at- oh, I wouldn't do that. What was that? Hand them out first, Look, and that's it, yeah, I was say, my responsibility has ended. <laughs> no, yeah, you might get, if you don't hand them out, it might be that one lucky fan gets... You know, a spank rag or something like that. Because <laughs> that's what happens, see? <laughs> you get drunk and then you're like, oh, oh spank it. <laughs> I guess, because I'm barely... There's all these people here to talk to, but no, I'm just, you know, just going to go shake hands. <laughs> um, at Rob Sold Out, his tweet said, I know I'm new, but I bought myself a membership now, happy to support quality belligerence. Oh, and fantastic! Look, that, it is fantastic, and and I, I replied to him and said, "Look, that's the, the probably the greatest 
description. <laughs> Might even change like the Twitter bio. Everything's <laughs> quality belligerence. Uh, probably put that on my gravestones. <laughs> <laughs> he was a simple man. You know what's going to end of quality belligerence. You know what's going to end up on my gravestone. <laughs> what? It's just going to be X Factor. <laughs> That'd be fucking great. He was the X Factor in in his in his segment of Does, the uh, porn documentary. Doesn't matter what my beloved family put on there. Yeah, some cunt will come along with a chisel. Yeah, and that cunt would be me if if I if I, if I indeed I I somehow outlive you. <laughs> um, that's it. Yes, there's a couple of memberships left. Get on if you want it. Um, and yeah, see it, El Loco. I mean, the final it's like 10 a.m. The Keg and Brew. On Favreau Street, Surrey Hills. Uh, it's a very comfortable walk from Central Station if you if you're coming by train, and, and it, you know it's location. It's, it's very central in uh, Sydney, which is great. And uh, twelve lunchtime is the opening time for uh, El Loco, and we'll be there at the opening time. So, uh, and it's like a block up the road from um, the Keg and Brew. So yep. uh, if you're starting there, then it's, it's no you know no biggie. And wherever you meet up with us is fine. Now. It's really hard to set a departure time <laughs> from El Loco to go to the game because you you you're basically like adamant you're not going to watch Richie Sambora. <laughs> game starts at seven fifteen, but traditionally I, I sort of try and think about leaving at kind of three thirty or something like that. But well, I, I see the young young Panthers are playing. Yes, which I would yeah. like to see. Yeah, but fuck, that's early shit though. I know. So I might like, go and watch that. That's like one. That's like one o'clock though. I might duck it? off and watch that. And then they have a TV avoid in the Sambora. Yeah, it's just tough though, because I mean, like, it's a long way to go to fucking go to a game and then leave the precinct and then, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, but I need some time to go and jerk off into shirts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I remember last year because uh, last year uh, the twenties the game was. I'm pretty yeah. sure they had a TV in the. Yeah, in the, I think it's a TV. There's, yeah. a, there's a pub next to it. There's a, there's a pub atta- like like I was actually attached to a pub, mm. and invariably things sort of end up migrating fully to the pub you know at about two anyway so um there's a tv in there and they had it last year so i don't see why i wouldn't have this year but uh yeah so the departure time from el loco i don't i don't really know but you'll find if you're not going to the game um at the stadium there's a ton of people who will then you know communally come up with a plan to you know hit up some sports bar somewhere and so you know if you you'll make some new friends and you know probably not watching it getting loose you know somewhere whether it's the game or you know somewhere else um so yeah and that's how it's going to go. And I uh, look forward to seeing as many of you there as possible. Everyone welcome. Um, see it. Get in. Uh, news this week didn't have any like full-on stories, but I just got a couple of little talking points. I hadn't heard about this uh, this Holmes versus Munster thing until tonight. Um, with the the gist of the story being that they were both in the emerging Queensland squad, uh, that there was there was some unpleasantness when some boys broke curfew and went out. Holmes appeared to be the only one. Like, Milford was involved, like a couple of them. Milford, and, Milford and be- Hunt, yeah, and became and became the point where they were like they were excluded from being considered for the Queensland State of Origin side this year yep. due to their breaches. Um, Holmes is now... Holmes is the only one that actually did anything. Yeah, Holmes was arrested for... Um, yeah, it was impeding police... Yep. ...and public nuisance... Yep. ...at a taxi rank. Yep. So basically being a cunt. Yep. 
And the other guys were basically guys were broke for, curfew to do yes, it. Yes, for breaking curfew. Now, Munster in interviews, in uh, media stuff this week, was basically implying that he wasn't happy with the fact that he got dragged in that situation because Holmes was the only one that got uh, that got arrested for anything. Yep. And the other guys basically just got snitched out. It's pretty much for, a Carmichael Hunt story. Yeah, okay, except with, uh, with Holmes as being the, the Carmichael. Like, the slightest pressure yep. with no actual leverage. <laughs> and he just sings up. like a motherfucking canary. <laughs> and he's just given up. <laughs> he's just, just been started naming everybody. <laughs> okay, so you just you go and sit there while we get ready to release you to go with no further charges or questions. Do you want to know who else was with me? Like, <laughs> I'll name it. <laughs> Give me a pen. I'm- <laughs> I gotta cut a deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. That was an, inter- an interesting little sidebar to the... Uh... And then, yeah, so they've been sniping back and forth at each other all week. Yeah. So that's great. I mean, you know, a bit of flavour. Yeah. A bit of flavour for the game. Yeah. Uh, where we didn't really expect it, you, you know, like, not there. I mean, there's plenty of... Oh, yeah. There, there's plenty of legitimate established cunts in, either, in both sides, yeah. you know. Like, you know, you would expect, you know, Mick Ennis to be front and centre in any, any fucking on-field shit. Gallon, you know. The ob- yeah, the obvious one's Smith and Gallon. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so no, we've got some extra at the backs as well. It's all happening. We could get, get a great origin all in brawl. That'd be yeah, great. Fantastic. Yeah, everyone pairing up. Like, you know, like the, the old the old style, you know, Hoppawati fucking team up on fucking like Danny Moore and that era. Mate against mate. But these ones are just, you know, cunning against cunt. Idris. This story's been going around for a little while now, and there were a couple of. You know, potentially likely suitors, but uh, yeah, looks like uh, Jamal Idris signed with the West Tigers, one year deal. So it's kind of, I guess, like a potential sort of thing. Um, you yep. know, don't fuck up. Let's yep. see how you go, kind That's of deal. Which is the only deal that any prudent club could possibly take him on. You know, given his history. Hundred uh, However, I think there's huge upside to Idris. Mm. So. Look, I think I don't know if the West Tigers are the, are the greatest destination for him, but it's they're certainly they're certainly not near. You know, they, they could be worse. Oh yeah, but Fairy Cobra, Fairy Cobra is fucking chiming in for the first time he this season. Could have, uh, fucking Satan cat. <laughs> um, the I don't see Idris fitting into the West Tigers' style of play, and I'm not saying they can't change that style, but they're. But you just don't you just you don't know. I mean, like they could play him in the back row, and you'd probably be okay. Yeah, um, maybe he, he'd fit into that. Yeah, he would, he'd fit into. The I back mean, row. if you're talking about you know if him being in the centres, he's he's really got to have the heart for the game. Yeah, you know, being a back rower is yeah. is tough, grindy, often thankless work, and he's not going to come back from his sabbatical foe kidnapping. Um. Mm. And, and spend a whole season grinding it out in the second row. That, yep. That's not Idris's go, unfortunately. Yep. I, I like him a lot. Or, as a or you know, maybe you know the two years or whatever he's he's matured, and maybe this is go now. Maybe this is what we're going to find Time out over the tell. next over the next one year deal, and uh, I guess we'll see how we go from there. But yeah, look, I I think he's a pretty potential. The, the thing about the West Tigers is like I would I would like to see him more. You know, if I was like someone that was invested in his his well being and and his career longevity and stuff, I would much rather see him somewhere like the Broncos or Melbourne with like a coach who is 
just takes a hard ass. However, yeah. will insulate them from like the you know it's like yeah. you know he'll beat his ass in, internally. Yep. But he'll he'll defend him from any external stuff coming in as yeah. well. Yeah. So I think I'm not sure Jason Taylor's that you know he's yeah. he cunts his own players. I mean you know what happened to poor Robbie? I yeah. Mean, yeah. Is 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 you know I mean like on the on the on the culinary scale, yeah, Devon and tomato sauce sandwiches are pretty close to schnitzel <laughs> in my opinion <laughs> I mean I love a schnitzel don't get me wrong but like so yeah yeah. what's going to happen yeah who knows we'll see but uh, you know look I hope he goes well interesting uh, Fafita Andrew Fafita finally has had a media ban placed on him by the Cronulla Sharks uh, 26 weeks too late yeah that tell you what you know fucking what? Well, you've got to say Jason, Jason Taylor is not shutting up back there <laughs> Oh, there's Ben Cray as well. It's what, fucking. What do you think about Robbie? The Dally M party back there. Yeah. <laughs> For you have to say to an adult, you are banned from speaking to the media. Yeah. Because you are going to cunt it up big time. Yeah. You've already got Australia turned against us because you you've come out the first story after the, the first story to kick off Grand Final week is that you you know you're un you know you're unrepentant yeah. in your support of fucking Kieran Loveridge. <laughs> um. Yes. That, that raises some serious questions. Now, it's different than... Like, there's been many coaches that have put me- media bans on players for the player's benefit for focus, you know? Lots of yeah. coaches come out yeah. and say, you, you're the half, you're the captain, whoever you are. I was like, a, you're, you're like a young star player who's like, yeah. this is the most pressure cooker environment yeah, that you're going to... Yeah. You're not talking to the media. Yep. Fair enough. That's, that's game plan. Yep. With Fafita, it's just... We know you have no filter. Yep. And an IQ lower than fucking Lindsay Lohan's standards. <laughs> so you can't talk to the media. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, way too late. Yep. Way too late. Gee, they could have... Well, I mean, having said that though, uh, apart from this fucking leverage situation, he hasn't really said a lot of shit in the media. No, he's not. Anyway. Talk, he's not a mouthpiece. Yeah, you so know, he, do, he yeah. doesn't gronk off usually, but a, he feels strongly enough for this issue to say some stupid things. Oh, to, and yeah, to be to be remorseless about it. I mean, fuck, dude, that's the exact <laughs> the exact opposite tack. Even if you don't mean it, this is yeah. the thing. You don't have to mean it. Just just tell it. Exactly. Tell them what they want to. You know what they want to hear. Obviously not married. <laughs> he hasn't learned that life lesson. He's obviously not married. Um. Ava to the eels. I don't think it's done and dusted. So it's really just we're just talking about it as an idea. Yeah, something's been floated. Uh, On one hand, I'm kind of like better the eels than my team. Yep. But at this stage, my team's becoming almost you yeah, know you're... unredeemable. <laughs> anyway, I mean, we got some. We got fucking standover men, woman bashers. Uh, then they start you know throwing around names like you know, Greg Bird and stuff. So yeah, honestly, it's getting harder and harder to avoid it. Uh, yeah, but I mean, and for for a guy that it just seems amazing to me because he wasn't even that good. Like he was good his first year out. Yep. He was he was good for Souths. Then that shit went down. Yep. And yeah, he got his redemption thing. But he was not good. No, not at all. At all last like, through through this season. And then obviously he had the incident that, that you know saw him being released from the club. Yeah. It's 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 funny. You see like Vaughn as well. They, they keep they keep. Oh, sorry, not Vaughn. Um. Carter. Yep. They keep fucking landing on their feet, though, these guys, especially Carter. I mean, like that dude, 
He's not an evil wife, Pasha. He's just a, he's just a dumb cunt that can't yeah. say no to a drink, and when he does, he can't you know handle it, and he, yeah. and he likes to you know to thinks he's fucking you know, Michael Schumacher, <laughs> a couple of tinnies. But man, fucking, <laughs> it's like this week in dumb cunts. When yeah, Look, like, similar to what you said about the West Tigers with Idris, I I'm not sure Paramount is a place to rehabilitate. Or maybe it is. Maybe maybe Brad Arthur. You know, he's held these cheating cunts together so well that yeah, you know he's, he's an amazing fucking manager of men. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of what his what his uh, press release would say. <laughs> I'm Brad Arthur, and I swallow. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, did, did we did we talk much about the Kieran Foran? You know. Uh, Oh, we, we threw some. Like, I mean, it was it, it's it's been kind of mooted for a little while, but yeah. it's looking like the Warriors thing. Also, like on a a deal for like a year or something, is it? Or you know, maybe a, a bit of a tester. Yeah, he's got the thing he's with been signed for a year. The but thing the with Kieran, yeah, the yet, thing with so. Kieran Forens is like, if he if he's all better from depression and stuff, why does he have to fucking change clubs? I hate Parramatta. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, uh, but only having like fucking ten minutes out of the game and like, yeah, I'm good. What? <laughs> this goes back to bad management. Yeah. But really, really bad management. Yeah. Um, and it's it's almost like, you know, we were talking about the that statement he, he had in the paper, I'm going to keep being friends with Eddie Hayson until the NRL tells me not to. Yeah. That's, that's, that's just, it's, ex- it's exactly for feeder, that one, you know. That's a spoiled brat. Yep. Having a little fucking tanty. Yep. Right? His manager should have gotten that. It's that apology where you get, where it's like you don't say like you know I'm sorry for what I did. It's like it's when you say I'm sorry uh, if I caused offence to any. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're not actually apologising. You just yeah. You know. So what they should have done was have a big deal of him going back to Parramatta because the minute he walks back into Parramatta, there's photos of him going in yep. in the paper, and then they can come out and say, look, we've gone back to Parramatta. He's feeling much better. He's ready for football. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, they can't fit him under their cap. Yep. And he's devastated to have lost this opportunity. Yep. However, does accept that they were nice enough to give him the time away from football and he respects the fact that he needs to move on and will now look for another club. And cash out his chips. Yeah. If, like, if yeah. they'd have done that, yep. it would have put an extra week on, on the story time-wise. Yep. And he wouldn't be a villain. Like, it's yep. not fucking hard. No. No. So. These managers want the extra percents. Next time we'll see, uh, we'll see if the NRL registered. Yeah, uh, Dragons fans, uproar tonight, like just right before we were recording. There's been a campaign for three weeks plus uh, on Twitter, as, as all campaigns, you know, live. Uh, wanting, wanting, <laughs> <laughs> wanting, <laughs> wanting Paul McGregor to get the asshole from the St. George Illawarra Dragons coaching role. and um, Dragons, you run campaigns as well as your team plays football. Oh, mate. But the club have done... What externally it seems to me to be like a positive thing, and they're like, look, and they've even they've they've actually addressed the elephant in the room, and they've gone, look, we concede, yeah, oh, and we we have seen and we understand that there, you know, that there's some fucking bad blood out there in the fan base, and we we have read your criticism, and this is what we this is what we're going to do to try and overcome it. We're going to set up this fucking overseeing panel of you know like high performance panel with these yep. people that have worked you know with like the you know, Institute of Sport and like you know former player like Mark Coyne yeah. um, and you've got you know like someone who's worked with you know uh, you know US sporting teams like you know like Jacksonville in the in the NFL and you know some fucking team in the Major League Soccer and stuff like good 
fucking presume like they appear to be good like good, good quality people, you know, yeah. quality candidates and stuff. Mm. And we're going to use these guys to sort of maximise the the performance of what we get out of our our coaching and players and everything. And uh, and you know, we think there's a big future in coaching for McGregor. And as you know, so we're giving him this support network and everything, so they get the best out of him. To me, as an external person, I'm like, you know, that sounds like. Like maybe if I'm a Dragons fan, I wanted McGregor sacked, but I, it's rather than him just saying no, fuck it, we're just supporting the guy. Yeah. But say actually, we yeah we're supporting him, but also we're putting all this stuff in place. I think it's a good thing. But the Dragons fans, oh man, they're putting these you know pictures up on on social media with the, you know like they're cutting up their memberships and yeah, but they're all like 2014 memberships. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Fucking- yeah, look, the, you know, it comes down to a lot of people see the the coach as the be all and end all of a team. Yep. They don't understand that very often there's there's a board or, or even just a recruitment manager yep. that's pulling the strings from behind and giving yep. them their cattle. Um, I'd be all for my club doing that sort of stuff because yep. at least then, if he still is the problem, you can move him on and you've got that foundation there for the new coach to come into. Yep. You need that stuff in this day and age regardless, and I think it's good that St. George are getting it. Yep. So I think fans, I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure we're going to hear from Dragons fans over this. But uh, honestly, when I think of some of the other stuff going around in the coaching world and everything, yeah, you had your problems, but you finished eleventh. You had Benny Marshall in the team, didn't finish last. Yeah, yeah. It's... There were times there where it was even like, you know, oh, Benji's wound back the clock. Yeah. I mean, there's also times where it's like, yeah, you can't, you're getting dropped to fucking Reggie's. <laughs> so yeah, he made the hard choice to drop Benji to Reggie's. Yeah, and then to and then blooded. That uh, was one of my favourite NRL, uh, NRL conversations I had all year with a yeah. mate of mine, Zeb, who's a Dragons fan. Yeah. We were talking about you know this, 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 and it was when they finally decided they weren't going to renew Benji. Yeah, and he sent me a text and he said, "Not re-signing Benji's the equivalent of signing Thurston for one dollar." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well, that was fantastic. But then you've got the then then they they bring up. Um, Michael Hutchinson's kid, Drew. Yep. And uh, and he has a game and, and you know and gets blooded in the in the big leagues and fucking then he then he like thieves in that game. Yeah, and then he comes back and then he wins the fucking Reggie's Cup with the Cutters. Yep. Upsetting a far more fancied opponent in uh, in uh, the Mountie side. Yeah. So he got um, system the works gold, the golden belt. Yeah. For best and fairest on the day. All the Mars bars <laughs> he could jam up his ass. <laughs> I was trying to be subtle. <laughs> while hanging, while uh, yeah, where was Bad Monday? He was hanging out at the doorknob. <laughs> oh, we have set a record for the number of episodes this season where we discussed erotic asphyxiation. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, another story that you just brought to my attention before with the judiciary rethink, where they're looking like uh, they're going to increase judiciary points for NRL grand finals and state of origin games. So, basically, the, to explain it is that finals games and origin games mean more than regular season games, and so that 100-point total that you accrue uh, for offences or for multiple offences or, you know, with your offence plus loading and stuff like that, um, the 100 points might get you to miss a, a regular season game. However, like a finals game or an origin game would be worth more. So, therefore, if you got done with a charge that would get you uh, 100 points or a week suspension normally, that's not enough to knock you out of a grand final or an origin game. Mm. I, I think that's a, that is a much better system 
having it black and white like that so players can actually be found guilty of the thing they did rather than this weird fucking manoeuvring that goes on to try and explain yeah. why, why Mick Ennis didn't shoulder charge that guy there's, and, there's, yeah, and then there's, there's a tip for that one you know with uh, Whiten as well on the same weekend there's two very distinct Twilight Zones in the NRL yep one of them is coming up to origin and into finals yep the other one is in the last three minutes of a game yeah the judiciary and referees just disappeared. <laughs> where it just like, turns into fucking Deadwood. Yeah. And it's just like this lawless environment. <laughs> yeah. Where the rules of the game don't don't apply as rigorously as they would otherwise. And people say cocksucker a lot. Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly. Just reminiscing about Deadwood. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, look, I'm, I'm all for it. I agree with you. Yeah. No. Um, I, I think, look, it, nothing can be all upsides. Yeah. And I think it needs to have some ramifications if it's to yeah. work. So it has to be that thing of, well, okay, if you end up with 180 points and the next game's Origin, you don't miss Origin, um, but then the next time you fuck up, you start on 180 points. Yeah, I think that's too extreme, though, because then it's like you might do something that's like a, you know, like the equivalent of grazing <laughs> grazing someone yeah, that- where you get cited for it but and it wouldn't even be worth it. It wouldn't give you half the points to get to get suspended for a week, but because of the other one, you're going to get a week. But I think it should be more like I think yeah. I think even if you don't miss the week because if it's an Origin game or whatever, I think that you, you'll still have the same loading applied as if you because you were found guilty. From from your point of view, though, yeah, right. So that forty points that yeah. you get for that little indiscretion, yeah, that may see you miss a game the next time you do something that's worth sixty. So what you're doing is bringing it forward now instead of making you miss a game in the future. Yeah, I think it's you're you're already found guilty. You just haven't the the, the threshold of missing the actual game is 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 rising for this thing. So I think it's, it's like you're still yeah. going to have the loading and everything. So if you do something again, yeah, you're still going to be hit with the loading. But I mean, I don't think you should be hit with like, oh, this is the total amount of suspended points that you would have been hit with anyway. You know, like I just think just loading it compared to what you would get for a guilty charge for a like offence. Yeah. I think, but is, again, is if you if we didn't have that system, yep those points without the loading from the previous, mm. they'd just be applied to the next charge to give a total so you're still missing games. Yeah, but they don't get applied. Those points don't get applied straight to a total. you got, like, loading for similar charges and yeah. things like that, but it's not. that's not equal to, like, the entire amount of points that you accrued the previous thing. Not at all. But if you look so, at a season and somebody gets a certain amount of points over the course of a season... yeah. They're going to miss the same amount of games unless one of those was at the beginning of an Origin game or the beginning of a finals game. So they're still better off, even if they do carry over the points. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's, the, there's still the ones where they're going to miss a game because they should have missed the Origin game. If it was a regular season game, they would have missed that game. But they've done barely fucking anything this time and they're missing, they're missing a game that they shouldn't have missed. Yeah, well, then they shouldn't have done that other thing last time. No, that's the thing. I mean, like, they, they did do it. They got found guilty of it, but because of the game that was, was coming no up. Yeah, because of the game that was coming up. So they found didn't, guilty, meet the, didn't, didn't get a punishment. Yeah. They haven't reformed themselves and they've mis- misbehaved again. Well, that's, that's, yes. They haven't reformed themselves. I mean, it just happens, like, you know. Well, they're probably still playing for Manly. I assume we're talking about a Manly player here. They don't get suspended too often, to be honest. I mean, you've got to look at someone more like your. Fucking, who, who is the biggest fucking degenerate, like, getting suspended all the time now? Like, Greg Bird's obviously still got to be getting charges, you know, yeah. fairly regularly. Yeah. Josh Reynolds is there a, close. Yeah, but he seems... No, Josh Reynolds seems he's to be the teflon. guy that does shit and gets he's off. fucking Teflon. Yeah, he, like, he doesn't even get off. He doesn't get, he doesn't get even cited for it. Yeah. Like, you know. Who Who is the guy now? It was... Um, it's like, he had, like, Justin Hodges and that. Yeah, he used to cop it a bit. It was Morley. 
Yeah, but that was back in the back in the day. No, he's he's the most suspended player. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that was back in that was back in the day. It's a long Thank time though. Like, you had like uh, Jerry Hargraves. I guess he's probably yeah, you're probably right. He's got a bit. Yep. But um, it's funny. Just just you don't get like the the hard man <laughs> elbow. Well, the hard yeah, just the cheap shot merchant, the, the, the terrible repeat offenders. Yeah. Where this this conversation is probably actually relevant. Yeah. <laughs> um, but look, I'm I'm all for it because then at least at least that way is like the player can be found guilty, and you can say yes, they would have missed a game, but it's a grand final, and the, the system is that you know yep. that's worth more valuable, and it is more valuable. Yes, and uh, so therefore they're not going to be so. I'm all for it. This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips, news scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Uh, some good stats interaction from the Sportsmate guys this week. Caleb Shanks tweeted and said, I know it was lopsided, but that missed tackle count is up there. Uh, who had the highest single game count for uh, missed tackles? Uh, he's copied us in Sportsmate, and, uh, and he's looking at the, the missed tackles for the Cowboys' Cronulla game, and uh, which we're going to get to. 55 missed tackles on the Cowboys side. And uh, so Sportsman had come back and said, that, uh, yeah, that was a complete system failure for North Queensland and had the leading missed tackle uh, you know, players uh, you know, for, for, for North Queensland, uh, Gavin Cooper and Thurston. But they're saying that that game was the biggest missed tackle total for the year. Mm. And the closest was the Knights who had multiple games over 45 missed tackles, but none above 55. Yep. So pretty, pretty interesting stats there. Um and just, and just shout out, shout out to Gordon as well, who's who's our contact at, uh, at Sportsmate, and uh, he he tweeted to Timmy McIntyre, where Timmy tweeted him and said like, uh, he was obviously he's a trainer for the for the Mounties side that um that won the grand final, uh, the Ron Massey grand final on the weekend, and he <laughs> he asked a question about you know like the trainer in the yellow shirt, you know the, the meters and everything, and he made up a little put a little stats package on there like it was from Sportsmate and picture of Timmy you know sculling you know champagne or something out of out of the cup in the dressing room. After the game, and uh, yeah, so it was a nice touch. Good job, fantastic. What do you got? You got some stats you want to talk about? Oh, uh, I'll talk about them in the game in the, the right. game reviews. But Good. you know, again, get on and get on to League Live. Yep. And when you're thinking about your games afterwards, or when you're looking at your games for your matchup or your tips, yep. Fantastic. There's no better way to look at who's who's lining up against who, where their strengths are, where their weaknesses are. Yep. Um, absolutely unbelievable app, and one of the easiest to use sports apps. Definitely. That I've come across. Definitely. Uh, and we, we both said the same thing from, from the day we installed it. Yeah, exactly. Jump on it now. Uh, and also, uh, don't forget Pro Football Live when you're talking about getting onto the NFL stuff. Um, I've had an email from the guys and they're, they're loving the support for Pro Football Live as well. So uh, get around that one. And One Eye Tiger tweeted us and said, Pro Football uh, by Sportsmate is great. I should have expected this, but somehow I like it and use it more than I thought I would. So for both of those apps, League Live and Pro Football Live, uh, search for Sportsmate in the App Store yeah. or Google Play to download League Live today. Now, onto the games. Cronulla Sutherland Sharks 32 defeated North Queensland Cowboys 20 uh, at Allianz, a crowd of just under 37,000. And the uh, points went as follows. Uh, the Sharks 32 came from a double to Maloney. Uh, Fecky Townsend, Luke Lewis tries. Maloney 3 of 5 conversions and uh, 3 penalty goals. And the Cowboys 20 came from tries to Lachlan Coote, a double to Kyle Felt and uh, Cohen Hess with a try. Thurston 2 of 4 conversions. 
Yeah, a bit of a, uh, a sad old end as the Cowboys went limping out of their, their premiership defence. Yep. You don't see it happen every year, but it, it happens fairly regularly. There's a team that has the, the hardest road through the finals. Yeah. And they and the, the, then there comes the point where they've just fucking had it. Yep. Like, physically. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately for the Cowboys, that, that was that was them this year. Yeah. It it was a tough season for them. Like, they didn't go into the finals with, with the troops 100% right. Yeah, well, it's some juggernaut, unstoppable juggernaut, yeah. Yeah. So it was a, a relatively easy job for Cronulla to come out in that first 20 minutes and just throw everything they had at them. Then just sap them of, you know, yeah. all resistance. And, uh, and the result sort of became, really early on, like, the result became fairly inevitable. Yeah. I, I thought, you know, it's pretty obvious to anyone watching. And uh, it was no no knock against the Cowboys, you know, skill or anything like that. They were just, they were fucked. Yeah. They were just absolutely exhausted really early on in the game, like, you know, they, by 20, 30 minutes in. finals as yeah. it is. Yep. Yep. Um, and then you know, things like Lachlan Coote having another fucking game. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And I remember they talking through the week because, you know, they obviously would never have believed it happened again. Yeah. So they're kind of like, yeah, fucking target him, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, he's ready. Bring it on. Yeah, they target him and, yeah, oh, carriage all over again. Poor prick. Yeah. But um, the the first try, if you look at it, go and watch the replay, it was a simple spread. Yeah. But the Cowboys were so concerned with shoring each other up in the middle of the field. Yep. That it was just hand to hand to hand, and there was nobody at home. Yep. It, uh, and and that really set the tone for the rest of the night. After the Cowboys were absolutely fucked, Maloney and, and Townsend just went to town on them. Yep. And Maloney's getting a lot of the praise, and he's getting a lot of the the replay value. You know, you got man of the match. Uh, and, yeah, you know? yeah. I thought Townsend really stepped up, considering he was benched last week. He had a fucking, he had a fucking great game, yeah. and what a bounce back! Mm. Like scored a try himself, beautiful little soft hands to put Luke Lewis in, who's fucking found some youth again. Yep, good on him. Um, but I I was really impressed with how Townsend, as a young man, came back from being benched, devastating in a semi final. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a, a good move by Flano. It turns out. Yeah, or the, you know whether it was a good move at the time. Because I mean, I'm I'm not sure whether it was like a, a match-winning masterstroke. I think you know at at, at the time, but no. I but the way that he handled whatever interactions they had after this, yeah. that was so key. And uh, yeah, and whatever he, you know did the trick, yeah. and di- and didn't cause him to mentally you know fucking implode. And, yeah, you know, exactly. So it was, yeah, it was a good job. Which, um, considering is a Cronulla play, you never know what sort of bodily fluid yeah. would have gone in which orifice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, is that all you got? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Special K online has to get the first, and he and fair warning he'll get the first, he'll get the first say at the grand final as well. <laughs> he's sitting near us, isn't he? Uh, I'm not sure where he's sitting actually. I uh, think he but is. Yeah, I think I think he's going to be rocking up at a loco though. Uh, and he's tweeted. He said, "I can't fucking see. I've gone blind." And he's tweeted at Val Holmes, <laughs> "Shit in my cunt until you love me, you sexual chocolate, you." Yes. There's, if if the sharks, win, the, pretty much one of the only reasons the sharks should win the grand final is just to see what comes out of him on Twitter. I'm thinking he should maybe start to reel that back in. <laughs> so he's he got knows, somewhere to go. <laughs> now that he knows how quickly Val spills the beans. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, that's right. 
GT351 underscore Johns had to give him some say as well. Fitting in an Olympic year, the NRL will try and make the Drug Sharks win the Premiership. Trophy can be presented by Dank at the Grand Final. And if you go watch that crap next week featuring grubby drug fuck Gronks from the Shire, please check their arms for track marks. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Mar um, underscore Aaron, um, the NRL have announced next week they'll have people at the gates with scissors ready to cut the tags off Sharks fans' jerseys. <laughs> That's funny. That tweet was from uh, almost a week ago, but... Uh, uh, I was last night. I uh, went down to the local Westfield uh, to get some dinner, and stopped at a pedestrian crossing. And a dude's walked across in the most fucking gleaming brand new Cronulla jersey I've ever seen in my life. I remember remarking to um, Did you see someone tweeted out a picture of a guy at the game in a hat with the hat with the tag, yeah. But it's hard to know if, if that was like a brand new hat and like you know he's. Hasn't t- or, or it's like kids these days, you know, when they're leaving the stickers on the brim, and he, he might have been oh, trying to make it. Like a, a kid. Well, no, but I mean, maybe he was trying to, you know, oh, like the, okay. you know do the style of the day. Well, either yeah. way, you're a fuckhead. So, yeah. so yeah. you had that, man. Take, take your sticks off so your brims, too. Fucking idiots, you're not fucking rappers. Um, <laughs> Melbourne Storm 14 defeated the Canberra Raiders 12. Amy Park, just over 28,000 in attendance. The Storms tries the Cronk and Blair. Uh, Cameron Smith won and converged from two attempts and a couple of penalty goals. The Raiders 12 came from tries to Rapana and Whitehead. Caesar, two of two conversions. Well, fuck, close battle and a little bit nervous at the end. Uh, a little tense, I should say, for the Storm. But... I don't feel like the Raiders were robbed or they were the better team or anything like that no. in this game. I think the Storm strangled them exactly the, the way that we expected. The Raiders found a way to break out of that strangulation late, <laughs> however. Yeah, they did. Um, from a high level, stats on this one tell tell a certain story. Your possession yeah. was 56, um, sorry, 54-46 yep. to the Storm. If you deep dive down into it a little bit, you actually see that in the last five minutes... Storm had 80% of possession. Yep. In the last five minutes, the Storm had 80% of possession, and that's how you close out a game against the The way they closed it out with, you know, there was at least two line dropouts that I can remember, if not more. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and, like, to close out a game like that, to the point where they... There was just no doubt about the line dropouts either. It was like the Canberra players were not... Where they were like, I'm not even going to fucking try and cut... Like, it's it's gone. I'm hitting it out, you know? Exactly. Um, and, and that's where that experience and those level heads yep. comes in. Um, it, they're a quandary, this Storm team. It, they haven't blown anyone away Yep. Um, to the finals campaign. They've done just enough. Last thing they probably blew away was the Sharks in the battle for the minor premiership. Yeah. Um, but you, you'd go close to saying that they've been the most dominant team in the final series. Yep. They they just did exactly what they needed to do. Uh, and, and I think a lot of people have underestimated exactly what the Storm's defence takes out of attack. Yep. Uh, it, it takes cohesion out of attack. It obviously takes a lot of energy yep. out of teams. Um, but, you know, again, it was a, a lazy kick chase. All of a sudden, you got Corabetti racing upfield. Mm-hmm. Um, Whiten comes along tackles him, has to stay on too long, or he gets up, plays the ball, yep. and there's penalties and tries given and yep. you know, all sorts of shit, they find themselves a man down. Yep. And that was and that decision was perfectly reasonable. I mean, I'm sure Whiten would have expected nothing less. I mean, that's that's the bargain that you make yep. when you shut down an attacking raid where you're the only guy there and you're lying on him and just keep bouncing on him. I mean, that's that's the trade-off. Yeah. You, you, you don't concede six points, that's at least it. not then. Yep. But, you know, you're putting your team down. 
yeah for 10 minutes so I, I have no problem with his decision making yeah. at the time and I don't and I have no problem with the refereeing you know at that time either yep uh, and then and the thing is all everything we've said about the storm and the way they control things and blah 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 despite all that there's like you know potentially three tries bombed by Edric Lee <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm yeah. not gonna I'm not gonna talk about those the ones where he's dropped bombs and you know cross field bombs and that because yep. those things are a fucking lottery and sometimes you get them sometimes you don't but the sitter fall down Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, shit. And then that intercept as well. He had that. He yep. had that intercept. He had it. And then he, then there was the try. The, the you know the easy try that he dropped. You know not long after that. Yeah. Oh fucking unhappy. Yeah. Unhappy. And any of those tries, and they're the winners. Yep. And yet, despite the way that they were strangled by the storm for the you know vast majority of the game, so it was a strange game. Mm. But yeah, again, Canberra can hold their head up high. They've had a yeah. An absolute cracker of a season to fight a lot of expectations. And the Dalliams are going on. We haven't just spoken about the Dalliams because they're going on while we're recording the show, but we've seen Ricky and get coach of the year and ro- rigged yeah. and don't mean anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ricky, Ricky getting, well, though, that's obviously because Ash Taylor won Rookie of the Year as we expected. Yeah, it took him a fucking full season to get enough points for it, useless cunt. <laughs> if Cleary had one more game, he would have won that. Yeah, yeah, of course he would. Yeah, he'd tease off that. Yeah, and I, but Ricky, but you know, topically, Ricky got coach of the year, and I have no problem with that at all. I mean, yeah, no, that's what a, what a comeback season for the much maligned Ricky Stewart, though. What, what I really liked about Ricky Stewart, I've watched almost all of his press conferences this year, and he has substance to what he's talking about in terms of he will raise an issue, mm-hmm. and he'll say that that's what we're going to work on. And you can see the team out there improving on that week on week. Yep. Which I think from a fans interaction point of view is the best in the league. Yep. Because if you're sitting at home, you can you've got buy into that. Yep. You know, you sit there going, Fuck yeah, Ricky did say that they're gonna work on shit, whatever kick chase. Yep. And you yeah. can see the benefits. And for the yeah. last three years the last three weeks, yeah, their kick chase has been on point. Well done, Ricky. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how you get the buy in of a fan base. Yeah, exactly. Eight thousand people with a clap, and it's and really in the general rugby league populace, it's kind of like it's there's no love for Ricky Stewart. No, but you can just see the the, the weekly like tweets and hate have just dis- he's made he's, he's silenced the critics. Yeah, you know, and um, for, he hasn't he hasn't inspired everyone to love him. Probably not even Canberra supporters, to be honest. Um, Look, he's not so fine. He blows my mind just yet. Not yet, but hey, Ricky, you're close. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Blue Steelers. I really feel for supporters of the Queensland clubs, but at least they got one last hedge in the storm. <laughs> uh, it's true. Voodoo Rock. Clearly, it's not the right time to ask Raiders fans if they're happy and they know it. Clap their hands. What do you make of this Sharks going? Oh yeah, we got the shark clap now. That's what we're doing. <laughs> That's our thing. We're doing the shark clap. <laughs> I look on one, one side. It's hilarious. I'm um, just the fucking troll at heart, and I just really appreciate real yeah. life trolling like this. I really. I, don't know, I I just think it's poor sportsmanship. Yeah, but and you know what is you, what is sportsmanship though? But that's the thing. You know, one one of the bugbears. <laughs> yeah. Like if I if they put me in charge of the NRL, two things that I do implement straight away is a penalty for any touching of an opposition player. Um, you know, after an error or a mistake. So I'm just, I just love trolling and gamesmanship. Yeah, but if you knock on, someone yeah. goes up and rubs your face and yeah. does the whole yeah. pat, pat, pat. Yep. Instant penalty. 
Instant yeah. penalty, you lose possession. That's not fair. That's How, you got to yuck it up when they yeah. make a mistake. <laughs> exactly. Yuck it up all you want. Yeah. You know, but don't walk up and fucking pat them on the back of the head. Um, and the whole, we're going to steal something, not because they like it, not because they're all coordinated, or because they all have a certain sense of, you know, Gloria or Stefan must feel the rhythm. Yeah. It's just to be cunts yeah. to another team. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That really resonates with me. <laughs> Who has won more premierships than they have? Yeah, yeah, but they. But so. This this is the thing that they're embracing that they don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, it is. And like I love, I love real life trail. I've got to say, yeah, I think it's hilarious. And I, you know, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I think knowing it's the limitations hilarious. of their fan base, yeah, one clap should be enough. It's a, it. it's okay that you know they couldn't come up with anything themselves, so yep. I understand why they have to take it. Mm. Well, I mean, their, their hashtag. Is uh, are we going to get to actually, us? Yeah, actually, we'll get to it because I'm presenting some some tweets about us later on, so we'll get to it then. Um, at Cassidy Aiden, Storm Baby is red panty night tonight. These are the woo. <laughs> I had to Rick flare it up for him. Um, at Hammers H four M M E R Z, something something Edric Lee something something Dick Fingers something something choke. I don't think they choked. I think Edric had an unhappy game and you know could have won it for them, but overall, yeah. I strangled you know. GJ McDonough, so, so brave. Next year, undefeated asterisk premiers. Todd H, 1987. Well, that's that. Couldn't be more proud of the Canberra Raiders for an amazing season. On to 2017. And final word, Mad Dog underscore no space. If the Sharks fans are running short on dicks, they can always cut Lee's fingers off. Ooh, clever. This week, one game coming up, the 2016 NRL Grand Final Extravaganza, mm. led by superb entertainment in the form of Richie Sambora. Fuck me. <laughs> the Melbourne Storm take on the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks at ANZ Stadium. The gazetted kickoff time is 7.15pm, so I guess we'll be watching gameplay at 7.30, by 7.30? Yep. You'd imagine? No, uh, 7.49. 749. Yeah. It's a fucking late night when they have these nighttime grand finals. It's, yeah, it's fucked. You get back to like midnight. Like, back to yeah. the city is fucked. I mean, intravenous coffee. Yeah. At that stage. Slash, especially after all yeah, the yeah. years. Yep. Um, the Storm pretty, <laughs> have, have released somewhat of an extended bench. Going up to number 22. Oof. With uh, a lot of cover in there as well, and a lot of cover for different positions as well. Like you've got guys like, oh, fuck, I've just uh, pressed the wrong thing. But you've got things like, yeah, you've got guys like Young Tonemapaya appearing in 18. And you've got guys, um, Matt White, Felice Kafusi, Ryan Morgan. So I'm not sure who the clouds are over in that side, but mm-hmm. uh, I would expect that the Storm would probably come out with a similar looking team. To that that they've uh, they've yeah, had over look, recent it, weeks. It may also be Bellamy just trying to get an idea around how he wants to play his bench. Yeah, that's true. You know, there's a, a little bit of mobility there. I don't think he's going to try and match the Sharks at their own game. Yeah, that's so right. He, he well, may have I, something up his sleeve. Yeah, I think it's a couple of I mean, a couple of those guys like you know Kenny Bromwich and stuff. They seem to be you know, they're fairly set. I think that they're going to be there. Yeah. But um, the Sharkies also with a bit of extended bench. It's possible. I mean, with guys like uh, Tagatizi and Bakuya, it's 
it's you know, possible that someone like you know Kurt Capewell might miss out after after getting drafted very late in the piece yeah. and playing you know great through the finals. Yeah, it would be a shame. That's yeah. a, always a tough call when you've got a young guy that stepped up. Yeah, and then the incumbent comes back from injury or or whatever it is, and he's ready to. Especially when you've like you know you've performed your role. You know, with excellence, yeah. you know the the whole time as well. And it's like it's like you've been just a stopgap. You know, you've actually been great. You know, yep. so like, yeah, unfortunate if yeah. he has one of those you know terrible uh, grand final moments happening. And uh, but you know, Ugh. it's a big game. When you got to get your best cattle on the field, and if that's the way it is, that's the yep. way it is. That's it. Matt Chechen has been given uh, the uh, the officials' job with Ben Cummins. Look, my feelings on Matt Chechen, uh, you know. That Giads for life, and it's been going for a very long time. So, uh, while I can, I mean, wasn't it just this season? Wasn't it around Origin time or something that he was dropped to Reggie's? Yeah. Uh, and like you know, that's yeah, not uncommon for referees this season. I mean, it's been some terrible fucking efforts. But uh, games like this, you should get the absolute pinnacle of uh, of refereeing in uh, in terms of you've got the video referees are all like pretty much referees. Yep. Uh, instead of you know guys that aren't you know like they're just sort of borderline, and then you know, your touch judges are like you know, referees, and, <laughs> and so every, theoretically it's the one game of the season where it's like CCTV around the fucking whole thing and nothing gets missed. Yeah, true. A forward passing, true. Yeah, just didn't even talk about that fucking forward pass in that camera game. Which one? The it was fucking. I think it was Techno Viking out oh, to... Oh, the awesome where he's passed it yeah, back and it floated forward. Yeah, and he's passed it. Yeah. Like, it was the very te- definition of, of a textbook pass that drifts forward, but is legal because, you know, he threw it backward. Yeah, and look, th- these people don't understand. He's fault for not torpedoing, you know, spiraling it. Yes, they but don't understand still. the physics of yeah. if you are moving at momentum and, mm. you know, throw something away from you, it's also moving forward at that. Yeah, and you've got the environmental conditions yeah. of, the, you know, whatever the wind's doing at the time as well because yeah. he threw it as, like, just a fucking... He threw it as a brick. Exactly. And it's just floated, like... And, and it actually went backwards and then at the end it sort of took, like, a hook and, yeah. and floated, like... Just terrible at the referees. Like that's that's not a fucking missed call. That's like an like an actual incorrect. Like yeah. don't know the fucking rules call. Yeah. You know. Look. So that's this, worrying. But. This thing, right? If there is a phone app out there mm-hmm. that means I can get in shit when I tell my wife I'm still at the office, and she uses find my iPhone and finds out I'm in the Grosvenor. Yeah. Like if there, getting a beer trim and fucking you yeah, know if there's something that fucking put, puts me there with a GPS yeah within a you know that radius yeah like I remember there was talk about putting GPS technology in the balls years ago yeah yeah sure you know why not do it if the te- yep. I'm all for if the technology is available yep put it in there and if they Prove can it and, to be and, and, if, and if you can if you can make it reliable down to like you know a centimeter yep because it'll need to be then yeah mm. all for it. Spot on. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's a little, little bit of an aside. Uh, before I get your thoughts, or I get your thoughts first, who's going to win? Mate, look, I I love I love a, a fairy tale. So, uh, I think it'd be nice for Corrala to get there first. I think they've got enough points in them. So, so it's not like who, who you want to win. I don't care who that's wins. Like, yeah. I don't know okay. horse in the race. But... From a from a fairy tale point of view, um, it'd be nice for Cronulla to get it. Yeah, I definitely um, agree. 
I mean, it, it, it removes one of the great fucking sledging lines of inquiry, though. No, it doesn't. Like it, it, it does. It doesn't remove it. It shifts it. You've no, still, because there's lots still, of teams that have only won one. You've still got Warriors. And yeah. You've still got Titans. Yeah, but they're much like to build. Like they need decades to get yeah, to that point. And then, but then, even if they're successful, yeah, you get this holy trinity, and that way, if the Warriors and the Titans win a premiership, they've got like how long has it taken for another fifty something years? Yeah, about fifty. Okay, so all they have to do is win a premiership before they've been around for 50 years. Yeah, that's right. And Cronulla will still be the shittest team to ever play the <laughs> game of rugby league. It's win-win. Yeah. But yeah. I'd, I'd like to, yeah. to see them get there first, if only um, to to show that Cam Smith's tactics have some sort of fucking blowback on him. Some karma fucking ramifications, karma. yeah. yeah. I mean, look, the Storm, like, I, I, I loathe the Storm with the, with the passion of fucking white-hot fucking supernova. <laughs> like, just, you know, it, that, that cannot be called a dispute, but, dispute, but I have to say, like, you know, have been very impressed with the way they've gone about things in the finals and yeah. uh, so far. And I just, uh, they had the they had the battle, in round 26, they had the battle for the, the minor premiership, yep. which they won convincingly. Yep. Over the, over the Sharkies, so they can, they've proven that, they, you know, that was when they started getting their strangulation skills back, taping for the finals, yeah. and they did a job on them then. Again, that was also when the Sharkies were in their, their deepest, They were slumpiest yeah. sort of stage, yeah. So, look, it's tough. I mean, these guys are, you know, pretty much the two best teams through the season. Um, playing for the minor premiership in the last round of the, the, you know, means that this really is kind of the, the you know, the, the justice you know, the just result for a full season of performance from both teams, you know, as much yeah. as I don't like them, um, you know, if they're the two best teams in the year, it's great. It's not, and it's not often when you get... One versus two. Yeah, one v yeah. two sort of thing. I mean, like, it wasn't one v two, yes, but they played in the last round for the minor premiership. Fucking, you know. So, look, we're going to be sitting in the Sharky side. So, obviously, you know, we have to kind of shit cheer for the Sharkies anyway, if we're going to cheer uh, at all. Um, oh, let's cheer I just for want fucking, I just want a good game. I'd rather yeah. not have a game where the storm completely strangle the fucking life out. You know what I mean? Like I'd like to see. Yeah. See, look, I, I don't mind watching those games. Yeah, the same way I don't mind watching a test match. Like you know, maybe the storm strangling them for for large periods, and then Cronulla occasionally just cracking through. It's got you know to keep it yeah. ticking over and keep it close, it. and you know that'd be great. For feet of coward punching Cameron Smith. Oh, fuck, wouldn't that be magical? Hmm. And then I'm it's coming, like- buddy. <laughs> Yeah. Silly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'd find a way back to you, Kieran. <laughs> but yeah, look, I, it's it's tough. Like I think I I think of the two I'd prefer to win it to be the Sharks. Of the two, of the two, I think I win. It's it's like the the picks last week. We picked both games correctly last week, and it was just based on the fact of like. A home ground advantage, and B. just based on the who, on just yeah. the way they've been going, and who you know who's been performing, and the storm have, have been performing. You know the Cronulla, they had a a relatively soft game last week, beating yep. up on a you know uh, on a disabled opponent. Yeah. You know who'd played their grand final, or you know at least a brutal you know extra time yeah. game the week before. And even though Melbourne had a a closer game, I I didn't get the feeling that they expended any more energy. Yeah. So yep, exactly. Yeah, the Bellamy factor's huge. Yep. The experience of Cronk and Smith in these big games is huge. Yep. Like, did you um, hear the interview with Cronk after they played? Um, I, I probably did, but nothing he, stuck. He was on asked. Um, it was pretty, 
a question along the lines of, oh my gosh, yep. four minutes left to go to make the grand final, yep. and you're only ahead by two. And he was just so fucking nonchalant about it. He yeah. said, oh, well, look, you he know what... He trusting the systems. And no, he said, we, we train for situations yeah. like this. We've, we've, we run scenarios. Well, you're running drills for it, yeah. You know, with four minutes left, short kickoff. Yep. You know, no, 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 yep. no. So, you know, we all know what to do, and we just do our job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's that's worth a lot. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I had a bunch of tweets about, unsolicited tweets about the grand final, but I thought, fuck it, it's the grand final, we're only talking one game this week, so why not get the guys to, you know, have their two cents worth? Um, Astronauts, uh, purple cheats versus drug cheats. As a former athlete, going to have to say I'd rather see the Purple Cheats win on principle. Fair enough. It's a mutsy. Every single NRL-related post on Facebook has fans of all the various New South Wales teams hedging with the Sharks. Mm. It's weird the way the papers have kicked that up, though. The amount of articles I've seen of you, you don't have to like the Sharks players. But the New South Wales, so you've got to... Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's not true. I mean, fuck, I'm not going to hate on them, but I mean, it's, that's, that's not a reason. And then it's... Oh, you know, you, you might not like their players, but you've got to like their fans. Why? I don't know. Everything I've seen, they're a bunch of fucking degenerate window leakers. Contributes so, everywhere. Yeah. And fuck. Yeah. Kick it mobile. I can't believe I'm rooting for the Sharks in the grand final. What's happened to the world? Indeed. M51 Avoider. I really hope there's a case or three of Sharks players ducking their heads in the grand final. <laughs> fuck. And he, then he came on to say... Also, those sharks fuckheads in one place on Sunday. Wonder if I just take requests. <laughs> Settle down, buddy. We're there. <laughs> Oi, yeah. Uh, at highway underscore. Steve Mascord described the grand final as a Sharknado decider and the game of asterisks. Sounds familiar. We can't claim the Sharknado thing. The first time I heard Sharknado stuff in relation to rugby league was when um, there was that feeder side that, that, that played in the... What was it? It was. It wasn't the twenties, was it? Or maybe in twenties. Yeah. But it was like Cronulla's feeder and and Melbourne Storm. They had players. Yep. On from both rosters in this side. Yep. So that's perfect. Clawing the Sharknados. Yeah. Fuck perfect. You. And this, you know, this grand final's fine. I mean, yeah, that's it's fine as well. I mean, like we Sharknado in terms of like something that fucking loads of people love, but it's just actually shit house. Like it's fucking. It's objectively <laughs> and subjectively pe- terrible. Yeah. Lots of people are going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> But no one's really enjoying themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Sam the Warden, hash, why not us is a terrible hashtag. Hashtag anyone but the fucking storm, whilst wordy would be much more successful. This why not us thing, though. Which word, is, which word are they trying to emphasise? Like, is it uh, why not us? Or is it yeah, that's why, not, why not us? Yeah, I think, I think both ways works. Why not us? Yeah, yeah, that's what it's like. And it's very whiny it's, either yeah. way. Whichever way you play it, it's very whiny. Exactly, there's no... And it's very like, yeah, it's 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 very beggy, beggary, you know, like pleady, like you know, yeah. please, you know, please support us, be our friends. Oh, socialist. Why why aren't you our friends? It's socialist. Why won't you let me into this club? Sharks are, sharks are communists. Oh, it's just they're just like little bitches. Yeah. I think like why not you? Because fucking Andrew Fafita remorselessly fucking supports the one punch killer. Paul Gallon's cost New South Wales more games. I've had hot dinners, and and was and grub and then then the the drug cheat stuff yeah. back in the day. I know that like you know current players you know large by and large aren't affected by this, but it was you know it was a club. I mean, and the coach, the coach, there's a, there's this you know you got a little snitch ass bitch ass fucking Val Holmes. And then did you did you see all the other tweets that are you know this week? Chandler rules living in Thailand, flogging yeah. 
protein yeah, shakes. Yeah, yeah. Paul Gallon's playing in a grand final, took the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he had the yeah, old Shandor, he had bad advice. He fucking rolled over. He had Carmichael Hunt's lawyer. <laughs> Val Holmes. <laughs> yeah. same lawyer. <laughs> been Lionel Hutz. Maybe um, Val Holmes is representing him in court. Maybe. Speak, man, just speak, tell him everything. <laughs> You're going to give me a deal, right? Uh, Mr. Holmes, you're not on trial. You're the you're the counsel. I need a deal. <laughs> Do we have a deal or not? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> it's funny shit. Looking forward to the game. <laughs> Looking forward to the meet-up before a lot more, um, to be honest. But that's just because, you know, it's fucking great yeah. fun. Um, just looking looking forward to the leave pass. Like, yeah. Just, it's, fucking, it's just it's great. Fantastic. Great. You're at, you know, I mean, so many postcodes removed that it's just like, it's all legal and it's all on the table. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, great time. Good times. Um, so I look forward to seeing everybody uh, for the meetup. But yeah, looking forward. And, and people who can't make the meetup, but who are going to the games, because I've had some tweet conversations with a couple of people like that. They might go with their family, you know, to the game, whatever. That's That's fine. When we get there, I'll put a tweet out and say, like, you know, we'll make a beeline for the closest bar to wherever our seats are around yep. the, you know, the back end of one of the, you know, the stadium. And we'll just put it out there, you know, that that's where we're going to be. And, you know, we'll have a couple of drinks there. And if anyone wants to catch up, then, you know, if you, need to, means, get, if you need it away from your family, which you probably will. I mean, if you've been, you know, watching all the fucking, you know, stop, by, stuff. stop by a chemist, mm-hmm. buy some adult diapers and some laxatives. <laughs> right? Discreetly put the diaper on. They're very, you know, thin profile these days, so you can wear them okay. under your normal pants. Okay. 20 minutes before you want to come and have a drink, just dump a couple of laxettes into yourself and then announce to your family that unfortunately you have shit your pants <laughs> and you just need to go and take care of it. That seems like an incredibly high, high <laughs> amount of work and personal humiliation <laughs> just to get away for a drink. Alternatively, you could just say, "Look, I'm going. Look, I'm going to get a fucking beer, you guys. I'll see you, see you in 15 minutes." <laughs> and then when you come back 45 minutes later, blind drunk, you say, "Look, the line was fucking massive." I haven't had a leave pass in two years. Yeah, you I've, need to shit yourself to get I've one. I've been or? thinking Shawshank Redemption level <laughs> plans, but for a long time. <laughs> Stepdad Jay crawled through a river of shit. <laughs> it was his own shit. <laughs> Why? Depends. That's what he was wearing. <laughs> oh, fucking tremendous. <laughs> And that is full time for episode 241. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League. Also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Make sure you uh, hit the like button, share the post, all that good stuff. And thank you for everyone who does that. No new iTunes reviews this week. Um, I swear, I might fucking like choke people at El Loco and you could grab their phones and <laughs> force them to type a review. <laughs> um, tipping. Well, Interesting scenarios to be played out in the grand final. Mm. Whitey got two correct last week yeah. and took a one-point lead over the rest oh. of the competition. But he's, he's and, and the differentials aren't that 
different, but yeah, um, David Kingston and Desi's Ducks on 147 are just behind him. Then we go back to people, obviously, who, have, who haven't had a chance for a couple of weeks now, but uh, Lemon, Freak09, Michael Rothery, Erebus Chaos, SNS Marla, John Zambelli, and Voodoo Rock, uh, varying scores from, you know, 145 down to 143. Yep. Now, with this top thing, so if David Kingston or Desi's Ducks get it, get the, the result correct and Whitey gets it wrong and they tie on points, then you've got that little tiebreaker number, you know, with the difference that you pick every for the Friday night game, the, the margin. Yeah. And if the margins weren't to change drastically, David Kingston and Desi's Ducks both have a better differential uh, than Whitey <laughs> does. So if he got it wrong and either of those got it right, they could... So theoretically, Desi's Ducks could jump it out from third and win it. Uh, although the best differential goes to David Kingston, so it's interesting. I mean, Whitey, what he would be doing is clearly, you know, it's such a such a huge money competition to win. You'd be engaging like a private investigator to to you know hackers to see what the selection for these other two guys was, yeah, and just pick the same thing, you know, just to insure yourself against spot you know, on. That's you know, that's the plan, but uh, yeah. Well, and edge. look, you know, if you hiring hackers, yeah, just take the full leap and hire Hitman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you know, hacking someone's footytips.com.au account is like pretty much the same as you know, murdering them and potentially their family. <laughs> same, same, same. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who's talking about families here? Let's keep it civilized. <laughs> yeah, you can't leave any witnesses. <laughs> this is professional shit, man. But, um, and uh, yeah, we're also on the iHeartRadio app now, so uh, I guess more accessible if you're into that sort of thing. And uh, don't forget to listen to the other shows um, this week in MMA, uh, which there will be on this week. Um, I don't think there'll be Rocks and Diamonds on this week because we had the season finale last week. So whether, you know, how much of a hiatus we, we have is up for debate. It's probably going to be like a week, <laughs> if anything. But uh, yeah, got to resolve the cliffhanger at the end of the episode. Um, and that's it. Keegan Brew, 10 a.m. Sunday morning. See you this El weekend. Loco, midday. And see you, actually see you. You get to you get to meet the stepdad finally. I'm excited. It's a big it's a big moment for me bringing the you know, stepdad to meet the kids. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we're gonna have a great time, everyone, and that's gonna be great at the grand final as well. Uh, it's, it's the best weekend. It's, it's almost it's like our Mad Monday. We have it before the season ends, so <laughs> before our season ends. Have we got flexi tickets the next day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not so much. Yeah, but look at put it this way, I've yeah, I haven't missed the flight back yet. <laughs> And there's been, and that includes like when I was talking at the 2013 grand final when I was drinking from 10 a.m. till 6 a.m. I'm just picturing you yeah. carrying me through the doors of the airport with the music from the bodyguard <laughs> playing behind you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, hold that thought because um, <laughs> Cruzy, Cruzy sent me on Facebook the other day. He sent, he sent me a song and said, "Look, you know, this this you know, should go on the end of." Oh, the and it's 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 fucking great. Like you know you know I like my weird Japanese shit, but um this one yeah it's this this is it's fantastic and uh, you're gonna be hearing it right now. See you on Sunday. Later. I have a pen. I have an apple. Uh, apple. I have a pen, I have pineapple, uh, pineapple pen, apple pen, pineapple pen, uh, pen pineapple, apple pen. Pen pineapple, apple pen.